This is Managing Mayhem. Brought to you by two lawyers and a layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, they're not? Okay, well, let's get going then. Hi, and welcome to Managing Mayhem, a workplace podcast released every two weeks. Each episode, we cover a new topic to help HR managers and employees navigate the daily workplace mayhem. Mm-hmm. I'm Jeff. Hey, good morning. I'm Patty. And I'm Jack. Still not a lawyer, but I'm excited to be here. What are we talking about today? Fill me in. Okay, so we're going to talk about stay interviews. And hmm. when, when we're looking at strategies that could help you retain staff, I mean, short of giving out free ice cream, soda in the drinking fountain, kittens. Right. Good tactics. Uh, <laughs> some employers are turning to a new concept called stay interviews. And so we're going to look at what they are how they differ from exit interviews, and what you should be asking to find out the secret sauce on why employees stay and actually what you need to change to keep them you know, engaged and retain those staff. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I've heard of the exit interview before, but what is the difference between the exit interview and the stay interview? Maybe I mean maybe I haven't heard of a stay interview because no one's ever asked me to stay anywhere. <laughs> I've only should been asked I stay to... or should I go? <laughs> it's really just you, you should sh- go. You should go. <laughs> you should go. <laughs> so the the exit interview, which you had a couple of Jack. Yeah, um, some of them weren't just yeah. exit interviews; they were exit requests, just, demands. They were just exit the door, get um, out of our office. You don't even work here, <laughs> but, but it's got air conditioning. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, exit interviews, those are different. They're usually conducted by HR. And it's after someone's given notice or that they're going to resign or they're, you know, they're going to leave the given their two weeks notice. It's really a tool for employers to find out kind of what went wrong, why they're leaving, hmm. and if there are any other kind of things that motivate that departure, right? Okay, so the company is basically just saying, how did we screw up? Like, right. Yeah. How do we get you back? <laughs> no, I I think it is. What did we do wrong? Well, yeah, I think it helps them gauge if there's a reason why right. that was the company's fault or if the person's just moving on, moving in a different direction, moving to a different state for some reason. You know, it's right. But they can also assess like, oh, we're not paying enough. We don't have a right. PTO. There are mm-hmm. other factors in which the person right. we have a horrible manager. Right. Right. I am a terrible manager. There's this guy named Jack and he shows up every Wednesday and he sits in the by the AC and won't leave. And that's why I'm leaving. I can't no, handle it. Nobody knows his job. Yeah. And- <laughs> no one knows. And he smells a little odd. He, he's just there. Yeah. Okay, so so then what's a stay interview? So the stay interview and some people call them retention interviews, you know, they're really looking to understand the employee's experience while they're still employed and how the right. company can improve mm. on that, um, you know, to retain staff, not when they're out the door already. So they could fix things and mm. so they can, you know, increase the retention rates. Okay. So what do you like here? What, what could we improve here? Right. Yeah, and essentially how they work, they're one-on-one conversations or they can be questionnaires with current employees about, you know, why they like working for the company, what they change, if they have any concerns. Mm. Um, it, it's really just trying to get a pulse of what's going on um, of your employees. Right. Okay. So what are the benefits of a state interview? And if there are challenges that come with a state interview, what, what are those? I think for employers... 
obviously the pro is getting feedback while they're still there. So you can change right. it before they quit. And, you know, I read one article that talked about it assesses an individual's flight risk <laughs> to leave the company. As, and, and Jeff, as former public defender and as me as a former prosecutor, I found that really <laughs> odd using the flight risk. Yeah, the flight risk is typically a term we use when someone is going to skip bail and not show up to oh, court. You got to leave the country. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> but I'm, I'm in Envisioning a flight risk is like when suddenly you see an employee wearing a lot of Hawaiian shirts and right. and on the internet searching like what if I took a year They're off quiet to travel? Quitting. Or, yeah. quiet <laughs> quitting. And Full so luggage at the desk. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, hey, I'd like to conduct a stay interview of you yeah. before you leave to assess your flight risk. So. I'd like to conduct a trip. <laughs> <laughs> I also think you know what is working, um, so you can right. keep doing it. There's a positive with stay right. interviews. It's a positive element unlike exit interviews it's like what are we doing right what do you like here why do you stay employed here um, right hoping to get some positive you know information from them right it doesn't right. all of the growth doesn't have to just come from negative feedback of course there's a lot to learn from negative feedback but there's also a lot to learn from positive feedback because you can see what you can enhance and what things you could even lean more on things that you might not even know are as successful as they are right Exactly. I had one company that said that when they did it, they were kind of surprised. Some of the things they thought they did that were dumb were things that people found of value and caused them to stay, whether it be donuts on Friday or yeah. wearing your sports team uniform. They thought those might have been dorky, but I they weren't. I stay here for Taco Tuesday. Right. And AC. <laughs> and the air conditioning. That's my retention treat. Well, the the first question a lot of employers have is like, actually, who should do it? And it's kind of conflicting when you say, Patty, some people yes. say you should have the managers do it or you have HR or you do like an anonymous survey, something along those lines. But my concern to me is if you have the manager do it, you might not get the most candid answers as far as their workplace concerns because they're going to lie. Right. <laughs> and they, they, this person is, is my it's, supervisor. I'm not going to complain about how they're micromanaging me and it is driving me yeah. bonkers, right? It's you. Hi, you're the problem. It's you. Yeah. It's <laughs> you. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. Tell me. Okay, you're incompetent. Yeah. yeah. Silence. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not going to happen. You're just not going to get actual feedback, right. but it makes sense because the manager, as a time component, the manager's there and they can mm -hmm. easily interview everyone. But HR, I mean, to me, that makes more sense. Yeah, I think HR, some people do an anonymous questionnaire. Yeah. But, you know, managers can find out when they have a department of three. Right. But at least with the anonymous questionnaire, you're not looking at someone and saying, having to say to their face, I don't like you. Right. Right. I personally prefer the anonymous. Yeah, and have them go to HR and don't have the managers have a chance to review them. I mean, that's what right. I would say. Because you also want unfiltered answers. You yeah. want the truth. And you can't be afraid of the truth, right? No. I mean, that's why some people don't conduct state interviews. Like, well, I'm just going to put my head in the sand and pretend right. everything's fine, you know? Mm -hmm. But but really, I mean, Patty and I, we've, been, we've seen so many exit interviews where they bring up a slew of things. And you're like, oh, if we had known this three months ago, then we might not be losing this employee. Absolutely. Right. So I think either through HR or a questionnaire, I think your last option is that one-on-one -on -one yeah. with the supervisor or manager. So Okay. Yeah. So that's a last resort. To me, it is. Yeah. The other thing that's going to be kind of a challenge with these is 
you're going to get a lot of requests because you're asking people, you're inviting people to say, hey, what do you like about it, what we have to offer, but then also what are some problems or some things we need to improve on? And that's going to be a challenge because you're going to get all sorts of requests of, well, we need this, I need that, I want this, or, you know, or, or this person's not working well. And you just might not be able to accommodate all of that. Um, right, right. And that creates kind of a, a challenge. And then it's like, does it defeat the purpose? You know what I mean? If that they're just going to be ticked off at you because, right, they didn't you know, anything. their input may, let's say it may not be reasonable and you can't please everyone. So is it going to make them leave because well, you didn't do what they well, said? This isn't like a wish list. Tell me what you want. And I'm right. a genie and right. you will have them granted. And so that yeah. is really tricky, especially for a supervisor who does, has a, I mean, there's limits on what change they can affect. It's not a student council election. Where right. you put Sprite in the drinking fountain, and everyone's like, yes! And the, yeah. pr the principal's like, no. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> These kids are on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that I would say as far as addressing that concern is I would just be upfront. Whoever's doing the interview, whoever's doing, you know, even the survey, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I think you'd be very clear as managing expectations. Mm. Hey, we're going to take all these into considerations and make our business decisions what we think is best from the company but we can't do it without you but right right with the caveat right you can't please everybody right the other thing that i see employers do and it can be good and bad is some companies ask everyone stay interview questions send mm -hmm. out the questionnaire and some just go to their star performers because they don't really want to hear from <laughs> the people who are ones that they'd rather lose with natural yeah. attrition mm -hmm. and so what do you think about that because to me that could kind of torpedo morale of people talk like, well, did you get asked to interview? No, they didn't care what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. Right. And that's tricky. My too. impulse would be to ask the high performer because you're trying to keep the people that whose work you appreciate and that helps your business. So I understand. I would probably more be more likely to do that, even though you probably should ask mm -hmm. everybody who's there why they stay. What do you yeah, think, Jeff? I mean, I think that I, I would probably lean towards asking everybody just for, for the morale. If you're going to do the top performers, I would just say have HR pull them aside and then I would have it be less formal, mm. you know, and not be, we're doing a stand interview with just you, Jack, because you love the AC and Taco Tuesdays and we want to see why you're, why you're really working well at Inatech, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. I'll say I love Inatech. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know which I would do. I, you know, I'd like to think I would do it on everyone, but then there's like five to 10% of your work population that you know that you're just, they're just going to vent and complain. Right. That's, right. that's the other kind of concern is like, you just get a bunch of yeah. stuff to kind of wade through that right. may not be relevant. And so I, another thing as the employer is I would have specific questions or scale rating scales smart mm -hmm. and I would not leave it to like we're just doing a public opinion survey on the workplace yes. and just open it up here's an open mic and just let it rip <laughs> I would be very specific <laughs> as to what questions you're asking and what answers you're trying to elicit because right. you don't want to be like well, Becca from accounting, she did this this one time, and that made me mad, and that happened two years ago, and I think right. she's racist. You know, I mean, it's like, whoa, like, yeah, okay, totally. all of a sudden, there's all this stuff out there. I'm not, not saying people shouldn't come with those issues, but they should come separately get, through the you're, channel. You're going to get all right. sorts of things all of a sudden, so that may be a reason why people avoid it. But if I don't think you should avoid it, I think you should just be very specific and intentional with the questions you're asking. Yeah. I mean, Patty and I have 
we have some stay interview samples that we give to people as well, give to our clients so that they can use those or, you know, start getting ideas Absolutely. for those questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what would be some benefits or challenges from the other side, from the employees? What I've heard from employees is that they appreciate having a voice to express yeah. um, concerns, express feedback, um, you know, that someone <laughs> values their input. Yeah, yeah so, to be asked, to be asked, yeah. what do you like? And also not just because you're in trouble, like to actually say, right. hey, we appreciate what you're doing and you do it well. Why do you stay here? What, you know, what can we do? It makes right. it much more... Uh, Makes it makes you feel kind of empowered too. Like, oh, they actually see yeah. what I'm doing. They care about Absolutely. my experience. There's so many unsung heroes in the company because they're good at their job. They do their job. They come to work every day. They don't cause problems. Everyone takes it kind of for granted. Like, oh, they're fine, right? You know? And right. just having that conversation, that little bit of acknowledgement and appreciation, and saying, "Hey, we want your input." I totally think that goes a long way. And sometimes I feel like managers, when they have a good employee, they'll be like, "Nobody move." Just let them, don't talk to them, don't look at them, let them do the thing. I agree, Jeff. And now that I'm listening to the unsung hero discussion, which actually gave me a little chills because there's so many, mm -hmm. it makes me think that you're going to miss them if you're just going after star performers. So we have mm. people that are squeaky wheel that are always getting disciplined. We have right. maybe top salesperson um, that may, you may be bending the rules for them or giving them preferential treatment. Yeah. But the right. unsung heroes who show up, do their job, they dig in, which to me, mm -hmm. they are star performers. Yeah, but I are. think some managers don't notice them as much. I want to hear from them. Right. What makes you come to work every day and mm -hmm. work hard for us? And to me, that you know, that's really important feedback right. and to show that you care about them. Right. And then also, I think it sounds like if you're going to come to the conversation as the employer with an intention of what can we do to make this better, if if the employer has no intention of doing anything, you know, if if nothing changes for the employee... Disaster. That, yeah, right. just completely... Right. Because then you're saying we're offering this channel for you to communicate the things you like and things you don't, but then just no action completely illegitimizes the conversation. That to me is the biggest um, con, biggest challenge to an employee of a stay interview. They're like, I'm going to get more frustrated if nothing changes after this, right. or I'm going to feel completely disrespected, so I'm going to leave. Right. And so mm -hmm. don't do a stay interview that you're not willing to listen and take action mm. because you may actually hurt your retention. Right. right. Don't ask the question if you're not willing to get the answer. And, and like I said, I mean, you have to do every action, but you have to show that you've taken it into consideration and that mm -hmm. there may be some movement on it. Also, it sounds like have a goal going into... Right. I mean, really think about what, what you're looking for. I mean, we get questions, is our PTO policy good enough? Is, is right. you know, do we have a good parental leave policy? I mean, those are all things you could kind of... You can curate you know, see the, the, Because yeah. people leave, especially nowadays, it's such a tight market that people leave for those benefits. Right. And you mm. could ask questions like, what are our top three benefits or perks right. that we give that make you stay? What right. are the bottom three that you don't find a value? That's not, it reminds me right. 
And, I, and I'm not trying to minimize it, but when we would go to the grocery store, we wouldn't just say to a three-year-old, what, what cereal do you want? We would say, what are, here are the top, you know, here are four, which ones work for you and which That's ones right. don't. I, and now and, as an adult, I sit there and I'm like, I don't know, Tutti Fruities or Fruity Pebbles. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Marshmallow Mateys. <laughs> but it's all about parameters of your questioning. And exactly. um, to me, I do want to know what the top three benefits are yes. and also ones that are lame. You know, that yeah. aren't working or practices that we have, whether it's the dress code, things that I'm actually willing to change. If you're not willing to change something, don't ask about it. I don't want to wear shoes to work. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do you like Fix wearing that. shoes to work? Major yeah. Patty. <laughs> don't Drives ask me nuts on an airplane when the person oh, takes their shoes my off. God. Oh, my gosh. Grounds yes. for divorce. One other thing I want you to keep in mind, managers, supervisors, when you're asking the questions, is if they actually do tell you, hey, I'm considering leaving because of something, quote, illegal or a yeah. violation of policy going on, you mm. actually have to take action. It has yeah. to go through HR and be investigated. You can't just document it, put it in a folder, and move on. Say, that so. was an informal survey. <laughs> <laughs> just food for thought on that one. <laughs> yeah, I want to take that back. That question. <laughs> I don't want to ask you a stay interview question. No, no we're not no. doing stay interviews. <laughs> um, but I think that they sound like an, they honestly sound like a really beneficial thing, but go in with an intent with yep. things that you want to improve or that you want to understand how they're being received by your employees and mm -hmm. then be willing to make adjustments to some degree. But if you go in with, with some sort of idea, you'll at least have a, a, a direction and it won't be yes. just like, Silence. Silence. <laughs> no words. Panic. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Don't know what to say. <laughs> totally agree. So that, so stay, should I stay or should I go? We don't know. We don't know. But we do have a SHRM code. So stay for that. <laughs> stay here so for stay that. stay for the SHRM code. It is 24W353S. That's 24W353S. It's also a local AM station in Lincoln, Nebraska, if you want to listen to 24. No. <laughs> They've got an excellent classical lineup today. Yeah. Well, I would like to stay, but I need to go. And I hope you guys have a mayhem-free week. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your own judgment where you're not your mom.